You can get into the future. <laughs> you might think life is <laughs> shit. Okay. Troubles well. from the <laughs> Alrighty. Well, welcome back, guys, to the Random Tenant Podcast. I'm Esther. Mm-hmm. And I'm Donut. <laughs> what? My tire. <laughs> I got a story about the donut on my oh, car. Fuck. Yeah. Well, another episode. Another. Uh, hot sweltering experience that may occur um but yeah welcome back guys welcome 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 um i guess we'll get into this wellness chat you guys guess what guess what i talked about that i was gonna take off work the last time and guess what i did had a couple of days off and you know what i feel really i can't say i felt really good the days that i was off but i'm back at work so i'm not gonna complain but um I feel a little bit better, but you know what? Karma does come around because I don't know if y'all remember a couple of episodes back. I talked about niggas riding around on their donuts and not getting their cars fixed because you riding <laughs> around donuts for forever, right? So the other day I just was driving and I got a flat tire. And guess what? I got a donut on my car. And guess what I'm doing? I've been riding around on this donut for three That's <laughs> terrible. For three days, but I've been really Talking busy. Shit about folks. I've been really busy. And I haven't got a chance to get to Firestone, but I'm going to try to get there tomorrow to get this tire fixed. How you feeling? Um, I'm here. Yeah, here, there, everywhere. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, that's my wellness check. Didn't really have too much to say on that. Okay, okay. Let's uh, see. Last episode, Summer Tings. Summer Tings, and I smell like a summer ting. It's really hot. I mean, boob sweat is real. Like, oh these last God. few days, Some like, powder. girl, you damn near got to put powder in between your titties or but, damn near deodorant. But you this know shit what? Is a fool. I'm going to get a little TMI. Sometimes I got to put a little diaper in there, you know, for the babies because it's a lot of titties and it's a lot of moisture. It's rubbing some chafing. So I got to put some diaper in there. Yeah. Di- Berin? What is yeah, that? Like when you have a baby, they have diaper rashes and you oh chafe. This is big titty shit. People better stop asking like y'all have the titties chafe, especially in these bras. So I had to put a little diaper on there along with some powder. Okay? I've never experienced that, but okay. Yeah. There's, there's a, what are you, early holy grail? No, diaper. my holy grail is going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to give you guys something for the future. Last episode recap. Um, what else did we discuss? Last episode, I'm trying to blank. Oh yeah, our songs. Actually, we had somebody reach out and say that, like, well, we call it traffic, but they said that that's not like different. They call it something else in other cities, but traffic. it happens everywhere. Everywhere, people say that they still do it. I I'm think thinking we should get out there tonight. I think we should get out here tonight. It's a beautiful night. 
It is a nice night. I feel like falling in love tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Fantasia. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Last week was kind of short. Yeah, I don't really have too much from last week's episode. What else you got? Nothing. Nothing from last week. It was just summertime and we still in the summer. So Girl, still hot as fuck. Um, Let's see. Since last week's episode or the last episode... A lot of good stuff is happening. Oh, you're smiling. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I just, I really ain't been getting into my TV, but my shows, they back. They back. They, they are. Back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Power. Welcome back, Queen Sugar. And Queen I'm, Sugar. I, and I'm waiting for Insecure. I'm just, can we get it? Did you see, you saw Power, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I did. Can we talk just two, two brief seconds? Are you a little confused? And I'm a, I'm gonna fuck up his name. I call it Rotimi. I don't know what his name is on Power. What is his name? Uh, shit. What is his name? <sighs> I can't think. Damn. Of, yeah, I can't think, I, I can't think of his name. Do you think okay. he playing dirty? I'm confused. I don't know where. I don't know where he stands. I and don't I know if he's really with. I think that's what they wanted this season. Because last season, I could tell he really wanted to, to be, be with, with Ghost. But now. I'm I'm kind of confused if he's playing his role too well, like know, trying to I'm pretend so like he's. Yeah, I don't really know. That's gonna get tricky because I was getting kind of pissed off at him in this first episode because I'm thinking like, why the fuck are you doing all this? And you was really trying to be down with Ghost last season, so I don't know if he's playing it too well or if I'm he's good. really now seeing that ghosts maybe in a bind and he gonna flip. I don't really know. I can't tell. I'm really confused and fuck Angela. And I, I promise to God, I promise to God, I don't care how many officers was in there. If I would have saw Angela come in my motherfucking house, I'm whipping her ass on sight. You walk in my house, girl, I would have whipped her at. No, 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 no. Yeah. And, you know, I can't speak on that. And another person, actually, I want to whip their ass is their son. His bad ass. I want to whoop his ass so bad. Like, like and, a, and you know what? That's how you know that people are really playing their roles because he's been in other TV shows and I still be looking at him like, I still want to whoop your he's little acting ass. Out. Like, <laughs> he's acting out, which is not oh. playing well. It's not playing. It's really shit. And how yeah. old is he supposed to be? He's got to be in his teens. Okay. Cause I'm that's thinking what I was like tra- 16. See, and I didn't know if he was that old. That's why I was getting so annoyed because I'm like, that's a little young ass little boy. I didn't he think he was ass, that old. He need his ass beat. I'm I'm gonna be honest. He need his ass beat. So we had power. Queen Sugar came. Back. Hey boo, if you listening, hey. You, I, I mean, I'll go on a date with you or anything. You know. I didn't watch this <laughs> past week's episode. So last week was the premiere, the two night premiere. Did you watch this past week? I did. I, I did. did. Work. No, tell me. No, okay. No, no, so then me. should we wait or we want to talk? We about can talk the about two? the premiere. I, well. I mean, people still be acting like they haven't watched it yet. So not Girl. to give too much away, but well, I'm no, excited. Well, no, you can watch it. I mean, if you ain't watched the first season by now, that's your fault. Oh, I'm talking about the premiere. But oh. I'm, I'm s- that show is just so great to oh, me. Center, it is just beautiful. Ralph Angel is fine as hell. Young yeah. as hell. We figured that out. He's 23. He's 23. I, that is a tree I will climb, okay? He's fine. That blue blew is my mind. so cute. That little boy. He's they so casted him so cute. well. He's so cute. And His I just really, face. I really li- just love Vi and um and uh, Nova. No, 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 Vi and her her love interest. Oh, Hollywood. Hollywood. I really like those two. They're really cute. I don't know how they picked like that dynamic when they were They're writing so the script, but it's so great to see them. Like when she was waiting for him. I was holding my breath like I was standing there with her. I, I was had like, a panic attack. 
I was like, Hollywood, if you don't get off that goddamn oh, come bus. Come on, Hollywood. <laughs> come on, Hollywood. <laughs> so stupid. Shit. Too emotionally invested in this. I, I can't. Like, I've literally, and that's how you can tell when a show is just really good. Because sometimes you watch shows just to be watching them. They may be entertaining. But these shows, like, I'm invested in. No, like, I'm really, really. Like, I'm a part of the family. I'm starting this sugarcane plant with Charlie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how invested I am And in I was show. mad that she wasn't helping my boo out with his, um, with his farming. <sighs> you yeah, know and i'm trying to you know for people that may have seen we can speak about this because this is like at the end of last season but when he found that letter mm-hmm. i was really trying to figure out how he was going to play that and they're kind of like easing it into it this season but i really just want him to be like Full this is what it is through, yeah. because like you can tell like even from the first couple of episodes they were showing how like he's knowledgeable to handle this shit but I just she don't just, like that dynamic. She really is. The fact that we're talking about this. Oh, like, like we're we there. really on the show. Like, we're oh, really <laughs> do we need a, a Queen Sugar recap? Damn near. Um, What else do we have? I had the BET Awards real quickly. I can't even say real quickly. See, I didn't even watch it in its entirety. I saw I didn't watch all of it. of it. Tamar. Okay. <laughs> you know what? She's just extra as she's, fuck. But she, I know she can sing, but I'm right. going to stand on this that she lip synced that performance. Well, I mean, we know that. Because you know ain't no fucking way she's going to be doing all she that whipping and her way doing all that <laughs> and still singing live. Like, I don't know what the debate is. And it's like, people, she can still sing. We're not taking the fact the way that she Right. She just sing. did not sing that live. She was too far on the ground and that wig was too far back for her to even be singing that good. Girl, so I know that that's not what would happen. Tamar just extra and people know that. And I don't even know why. Like, people were releasing, like, the behind like backstage footage of her singing okay that was live but she wasn't up there doing all that whipping and dipping girl stop it her um who else i did see my my husband luke james um we've mentioned his name lots of times on this podcast don't ever sleep on him he is a real nigga okay he performed the shit out of that song if y'all did not catch that i just want you to go back he perform um johnny gill my 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 oh my, was that my, a part my, of the my, um, my 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 okay yeah. did they do that before like the new edition tribute yeah oh okay mm-hmm. maybe i'll have to because i recorded it I didn't see he it. performed the shit out of that song with that open sh- mm, okay we gonna move forward he can that. sing his face off like and mm-hmm. people and i get mad at him because like he released like his mixtapes you and i have listened to his mixtapes for mm-hmm. years like i'm mm-hmm. mad that people don't really know about him like that I like how low key is, but I really want him to do some more. Yeah. Um, I the only thing that I saw which I was not impressed by was the escape performance. Oh, Candy baby, you're right. It wasn't okay. She she was tired. All of them were tired. I'm sure she was tired because of the baby. Tiny had the baby. They tired. You know All of them sounded terrible. It was like they were trying to out she sounded okay in moments, but it was like they were trying to out sing each other. And I I was confused. It sounded all over the place to me. And their feet looked like it really hurt it really badly. They were like tiptoeing on the stage. If you caught them walking, their feet looked like they really, really, really hurt. They're older. 
I won't call them old. They're older. Yeah. They probably right. needed more time to like, you know, get back out there. But it's cool. I see what they tried they to do. They should have had a huddle together and had a little bit more understanding of what was going on. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you saw how like when at the beginning they were all sitting down and then Candy like got up like she was doing something. I was like, girl, what? I try so very hard <laughs> to keep our love. It's like, she sounded terrible and she stood up like with conviction. Like she was really was about to tear the house down. I was like, oh, I you was probably really should have sat back down, girl. I was really embarrassed. I started itching a little I bit. get, like, do y'all get embarrassed for people? It's like, I really, really get embarrassed. Like I have to either turn the TV, like I get under the cover, like <laughs> Start it's turning real red. weird. Like I, it's like too, I can't watch it. It makes me feel weird. Girl. That's how I felt about that performance. I didn't, what, did I catch anything else? SZA. I think that was it. Mm, I really, I really was rooting for SZA. I really she still like her. She did. They had a lot of f- technical difficulties, and I think that messed oh, up her head. Fuck. So when she performed, she went off, but her singing went right. But I mean, but I'm starting to think, like, they just giving people deals that can sing and can't actually perform. So I feel like people should stay off the stage if they can't really perform and just stick to a CD. Cause her like her performance was like what is this just just stay in the booth don't even perform it, but I mean like there are artists that you know aren't really performers that still do well so I like what is that about is that more so like the team around them that aren't know, like prepping weird. them to f- like at least work with what they have like I don't, I don't know. know it gets weird because some people that you like she maybe and it could have I don't I can't say this was her first time because I've never seen her perform but I knew she probably felt a little nervous because. They had some some issues in the beginning, so she probably was like, what's going on? She was a little disheveled, you know, so maybe that was it, but okay. The only other thing that I had for that, well, obviously, you know, we've seen the memes now when uh, Migos and Joe (laughs) Budden got into it at, like, the the carpet. Right, like, what? What? (laughs) <laughs> i love their i love their stylist and this fashion that they have going on these floral shirts honey but are giving me memes life have me in tears because it's so accurate like to that dave Chappelle skit when he had on the blouse when he was like game blouses like they literally stood up in unison like okay we gonna whoop your ass in these blouses like <laughs> they were not the he was rolling his sleeves up so delicately he was like i mean we could tussle like what you gonna do i mean we can but i mean you still girl that was the only other thing well actually no i take that back because i did go back and see um bruno Mars's performance i didn't see that one and you know what it was good but my issue and maybe this is me thinking too much into it he performed perm and that kind of rubbed me the wrong way it's like out of all songs on the BET award yeah even though perm is not a perm it's a curly perm and it's a relaxer or something different but yeah. i get the i get the terminology yeah uh-huh. and that was kind of i was like why you perform this song like i haven't seen him perform this song anywhere else and i get maybe like that's his next single but i was like perm you're BET trying to get awards. in with the culture with i the was culture. like what why like you know niggas love that's what i like right now I or really versace do. on the floor like i really like that why perm i don't know it's a little different that shit kind of threw me off i was like okay i give you the performance because he's a performer but that kind of threw me off and the only other thing that i had because y'all know i love a side y'all know i love a side like i feel like he's my own i think i'm really gonna send out a resume to dj Khaled to see if he needs a nanny or anything but Girl. he brought 
aside on stage and if y'all could see how my heart smiled it was like rays of sunshine i was so excited so annoying i was so excited when he got on that stage and he named the boat aside i just i mean it just warmed my heart everything is gonna be aside i can't stop laughing because somebody said he on the stage he screamed i'm a father but i seen somebody posted something that said we get it we know you're a father (laughs) (laughs) Girl, he's gonna string that stop to laughing. the mountaintops. Somebody said, uh, "Aside, you're the best executive producer ever." Yeah, <laughs> shit, damn near. Man. Come on, you already got hit. Can't on the even charts. formulate a sentence. It probably Girl. richer than everybody. Like, I really love him. His, I just really love him. That's all. That's I, I the only other things that I had, like, um, we had Serena living her best life on the cover of Vanity Fair. Speaking of somebody else living their best life. Rihanna is as well. Oh, lit. She ain't. Listen here. She ain't wrong. At all. She ain't wrong. She's just having fun. You know what? Jadon had an issue. Shout out to the egos and opinions. But he always has an issue with us saying people are living their best life. But Serena looked absolutely gorgeous. On that cover oh, of Vanity Fair, I like, love the color I, choices, I did the too. makeup, like the hair. it was just that was a gorgeous spread. I was like, man, she's gonna look back on these photos, and I mean, shit, I was smiling hard as hell, like it was me, and like shit. it was me. Just not, oh look, I look wonderful. I look great. Look at my <laughs> belly, like you know. It was just, I'm so happy for her because, you know, she's one of those celebrities where people hype her up. Like, she's not really out there. You know, people, well, she is great, but people mostly talk about her as great as she is. Like, you never really see her out. So, to see her in this light, pregnant and just happy, that, oh, God, I was smiling too hard when I saw that. Yeah, her, um, we said Rihanna, she's living her best life, but I want to get... And y'all know I've I've loved Carrie um, Carrie Hilson for a very long time now, um, and Sergio Baca is fine as fuck. But I would like to let y'all know she has a new boo, and that nigga is fine as hell. I think he's African too. He plays for the Seattle Seahawks, and y'all know I don't know nothing about sports, but <laughs> I looked that up. He is fine as hell, and she ain't wrong. I haven't seen him. Girl, no. Wait, I'm going to show you why we on. Um, okay. I, I mean, got. Um, mm, well, mm. I mean, we should also mention that the twins are here. Hey and y'all. with that, um, the father, another proud father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Has also been out here flourishing as of today, um, releasing his 444 album, which, you know, as a fan, I would like to say I'm a very intense fan. But a a lot of people have been saying, like, oh, this album is a classic. I wouldn't even go as far as to say that yet, because, like, how can you determine if an album is a classic and it's only been out two hours? That is a (laughs) nice look. Shout out to Carrie Hilson. She's so fucking pretty. Like she's gorgeous. so pretty like i seen her in person i just was like wow you're she's really like go- you're, like, like, yeah, like you're, you're really pretty, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like no like you're really really pretty like you're really pretty did you know that you're pretty like she's really really she's pretty gorgeous anyway i'm sorry um but yeah uh jay thank you for this album i gotta get into it i ain't listened to it you know they were playing it last night on iHeartRadio, and that's how i heard it but shout out to jay like he just you know what was funny is that when we talked about the lemonade album well this is way before the pod but when we talked about the album we were kind of like thinking like oh she's really creative with like how she planned this whole thing like 
it's he this nigga really did the shit like <laughs> yeah he's on the album like basically saying like yeah i fucked up like you're nasty you're nasty you're na- you know na- you learn you, you know, know you learn <laughs> like just man but and it was only 10 songs wasn't too long but it was just a complete and people were saying oh it was like the answer to lemonade or whatever i don't really think so but i really liked how personal he got and as a fan like a fan of his to where i don't necessarily want to hear like the brag and shit like that's cool but to me i like jay's lyrical content so the stuff that he was actually talking about is what i appreciated about this piece of work so shout out to jay he's a new father times two times three <laughs> well, well, well new father yeah. but you got the yeah but yeah that was all i had i oh, mean i had something else um i don't know if you guys caught diddy's documentary on itunes oh now if you ain't never been no if you ain't never been motivated in your life i mean i diddy i've seen diddy in person i've talked about this this nigga exudes money he smells like money he looks like money there's not a wrinkle in his clothes there's not a piece of green leaf in his teeth there's not a piece of hair out of place this nigga is money and i watched that documentary and i was like wow i mean like just in general like even if you didn't watch the documentary or even if you seen like if you've even seen stuff like making the band like how intense he was on that like this nigga has always had a drive about him and even like you know i don't even before i saw the documentary i've seen stuff about him before but like you said it's just something that man's mind was and you gotta think about like when he was working with big like big was only 23 Three twenty four when he passed away so they was young as fuck that nigga was a millionaire at 19 young as fuck doing this when i was 19 i wasn't thinking about none of that shit i was at a you i know you see it bash at 19 <laughs> okay and i had a brown quick weave that nigga was getting money at 19 money like not like no just some trickling no coins. no 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 millions 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 living okay. life very early and still like is still doing it the nigga is brilliant. So I mean, to anybody that hasn't seen that documentary, I mean, listen, if that don't put a pep in your step or something, lit, that put like the altar, that put like lighter fluid on my fire. Okay. But girl sparked another flame. You didn't even know you had like the shit was <sighs> and just And Lorianne Gibson, she's been there since I, day I love one. Her. I've loved her. She's been there since day one. It was good to see all of them get together. Right. I wish I would have went to that concert. Girl, I was salty as fuck when I was looking at this documentary, just looking at what they put into it. I bet you that was an experience to be had. Girl, I would have been on my damn toes. Summer rain. Hey. Girl. I just. I need a girl. Jagged it. No, that's 112. My bad. Mm. Wait. Jagged edge. No, that's 112. I need a girl. That's, that's neither, Usher. That's but Usher. But, well, Jack no, it was one twelve. Part of yeah, it was one twelve. I was thinking of that. Yeah, they had one twelve. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, just real quickly, y'all, Uncle Al Sharpton taking <laughs> selfies. Um, was tired of seeing those. Come but on, the, body. But the meme still, the internet is still and always will be undefeated. That was funny as fuck. Come on, but he is giving you body. He's giving you stride. He's giving you arms and legs. Okay, you better take heat. Another joke was. Our old press secretary, Sean Spicer, <laughs> he finally had enough. Like, he, he got the fuck about a judge. We don't know what happened, but the nigga finally broke down. He had a mental breakdown. And he's no longer there. He's no longer in the White House? No. He's I know no they, longer the press secretary. I knew that, but I didn't know if he was in the White House or not. No, 
no, girl, that nigga's gone. Like, <laughs> nigga just out of there. He's just like, I can't fucking take this anymore. He this probably had a stroke or something or a, or a conniption. We don't know. The nigga was stressed. And the little bitch that they got replacing him. And you know what? I can't think of her name. I want to say she's John McCain's daughter. Hmm. She's even crazier. So it's just like this whole administration. <laughs> Everybody's crazy. So everybody's crazy. Um, but that was all I had. I mean, I had a couple other stuff, but I will probably say those for a different episode because I, I don't have the time to be all. Oh, that will probably be a rant for a different episode. Oh, we didn't do our rant. Oh, we didn't. I, I Did you have really, one? I don't really have one. I might actually have one. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, Chicago. Uh, Here we go. Your traffic management system get your shit together last weekend and i'm all for the uh gentle women and gentle men and their pride i have no problem with that uh my issue is though however chicago if you gonna have a parade i'm gonna need for you to monitor the traffic more efficiently i was stuck in my vehicle for three fucking hours. <laughs> Damn. I live about 15 minutes from downtown Chicago. I live on the north side. Um, was downtown. Tried to get home. I started clocking my commute back home at 1247 in the afternoon on a Sunday. I did not walk into my house until 340. Three. Same city. <laughs> what time did you get in the car? 1247. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's the justice? Where's the peace? Where's the peace? <laughs> when I tell you I wanted to park my car in the middle of the street and just take my wig off, I was beside <laughs> myself. There is no fucking reason why it should take somebody that live in one city three hours to get to their house. Where's the justice? Where is the fucking justice? I'm asking all of these little chubby little white people in fucking neon garments how the fuck I can get home. And they're saying, well, I don't know. Go this way and then make a right. I get that way and make a right. And you got another chubby motherfucker in a neon coat talking about, oh, I don't know. Go this way and make a left. I'm driving all over the goddamn city. I had a little bit under a full tank of gas. When I tell you, when I arrived in my garage, I had a little bit under a half a tank. There's no fucking reason. And the girl, they literally, I went through, I was been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. I literally couldn't find my baby. I couldn't do nothing. nothing. I was in my car so pissed off. I called my mom thinking that that was going to calm me down because I was like, well, if I'm on the phone with my mom, I'm not going to cuss. It got to the point where I was cussing on the phone with my mom. I said, you know what, Ma, I got to call you back. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I was pissed. And then you got bitches walking around feeling the pride of the event. Come on, it's raining men. Girl, I mean, it's raining men. You had niggas in full-blown jumpsuits with the nipple rings out. I mean, there were bitches, two naked bitches walking around in full silver and gold body paint. That's y'all day. Enjoy it. I'm just trying to get home, okay? And it took me three fucking hours. I got to my street, right, which was literally maybe 20 feet from where my garage entrance was. And they had a barricade there. And the girl was like, you can't make a right turn here. This street is closed. I said, well, bitch, either you going to get hit today or you going to move this barricade because I need to get in the house. I've been in that car since 1247. Uh-huh, 1247. And that's how many times I will reiterate that. Because if I'm in the car since 1247 to 343, 
and I live 15 minutes from my home, something's got to change. You don't shut down the main streets and the side streets, Chicago. You don't do that. Y'all got too many motherfucking people in the goddamn city be doing that foolishness. Get it together and get it together I'd rather be offering somebody some scooters or skateboards Girl, or something. Girl, something. Because I'm like, okay, even if I were to park my car, where would I go to get home? That was the situation. Because at one point I said, okay, I'm going to park my car and go somewhere and then I'm going to figure out how to get home. But you would have been in traffic trying to get home. And still. then I would have been still in traffic on foot then trying to get home. Because that's how close I was to my house at one point where I could have literally walked. But they had that side street blocked off. And then at some point, they didn't have the barricades. They had like big ass garbage trucks blocking off streets at some point. That's I said, really you know dumb. what? I can't win. I was in the car for three fucking hours. Chicago traffic management, get your shit together because that's some bullshit. And you know what? If I were to ever write my alderman, this would be the time <laughs> because I need all of my fucking $21 that it took me to fill my tank back up. I want it back because that's ridiculous. If I were to ever write my alderman. I would listen, you know I'm good for writing a letter. Oh, and an update. Midas gave me my money back. They sent me a check. I'm I'm not playing. So I damn near may write my alderman. Y'all got to get this shit together. You ain't wrong. No. And that's all. You know what? I don't really have a rant, but you know I just thought about something cuz these braids in my head is tight as hell. <laughs> so, um during the break that I had, that I'll get into in a second, I decided, you know what? It's really hot. Um these wigs is not cutting it for me. I don't want to sew in. I don't want to wear my hair. So what brighter idea for me to do is go get some <laughs> braids right <sighs> by the tightest braid african in milwaukee you know i really love our people and i really hate them at the same time um i went to some africans and, and i and, and you know i was really pleased with the service it was a little tough it was a lot of different things going on in there but overall there usually are it was it was okay i was watching a very odd movie but i was actually <laughs> <laughs> they always got it was the a weird really odd, like on. the movie that i was watching was so fucking random like this guy was beating his brother's wife because she didn't make dinner it was like really weird it was like a really weird ass movie but anyway i say all this to say i came in with a vision for my braids you know and she executed it she executed it too fucking well <laughs> okay fucking brains i i you guys know i am a hairstylist and i value my hair i value my edges and she snatched my edges the follicles of my hair along with my scalp and i even feel like there are some about some pieces of my brain in my braids um <laughs> my hair is so fucking tight it's been tight for a week and it's still tight. And so my thing is, I just want these Africans and maybe I need to go in there. and We need to have a conversation because there is no reason that you are literally squeezing the hair out of my scalp to get it a braid. It's not that serious. So, you know, at this point, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset that I chose to make that choice, but I don't know if I'm more upset that I wanted to get my braids done or that they braided it too tight. I am just at a loss for words. And if you guys have any words of encouragement, any remedies for burning edges and sore scalps, <laughs> please let me know because I am hurting. You know, and I think these braids will be out by tomorrow. So maybe you might not even need, I might not even need any tips, but I just want to let y'all know you Africans, you gotta, you gotta chill on the grip. Just chill on the grip Girl. of the braids. Okay. I value my edges. And then she had the nerve to tell me, oh, it only hurt because you don't have a lot of hair on your edges. Bitch, Bitch now if you don't this ain't see, supposed to be braided, that's <laughs> why. No, no, no. Besides that, if y'all have seen my hair, I have edges for a whole neighborhood. 
Yeah. How you gonna tell me that I ain't got no hair? I was like, all right, girl, just braid this. There was pus and blood on my oh, scalp. God. That's how tight my braids was. And you know what? I vowed to never do this again. And it will never happen. And so that's all that I have. God bless y'all that still do the braid and shit. Because my mama would slap me in an African hair shop every fucking 8 to 12 weeks. And my shit used to be on fire. Traumatized. This is like a, Girl, it's like a trigger. Hair be so tight you can hear your own thoughts like somebody whispering in your ear. That shit is uh, I couldn't. And then I got the nerve to get beads. And I can't sleep at night because the beads are on my face and it's really uncomfortable. And because I cannot move the beads because the braids are so tight, I am uncomfortable. And I'm a little restless. But it's okay. I'm not going to go any further into this. I just wanted to let you know, y'all Africans got to chill on the grip, okay? Chill on the grip. There you go. That's it. (laughs) Shit. What are we talking about today? So this episode, per, I don't know if you guys listened to the episode that we were on with Sweats and Suits. And I basically said I was going to like go crazy because I needed some time off from work. Well, guess what, guys? I didn't actually have to go crazy. I had a full on mental breakdown last week and I had to go into a therapist. And, you know, I mean, not a therapist. I have a therapist, but that brought me to my point of this week's episode. At that point in time, when I had that there, when I had that mental breakdown and I talked to my therapist, I knew Right then in my body and in my life, things were changing. So I was like, you know what? It's time to make a change. You know, it's just just time. I'm turning 30. Things need to change. And so it got me to thinking there are these, um, I don't know if you pay attention to it. We had an episode on astrology and a bunch of other shit. Buddies, episode two. Yes. So we talk about astrology and the the life cycles and stuff. But there there are life cycles of seven. And you know what? Guess what? How old am I? Not that you would know. Not that you could answer. (laughs) But I'm 29 and I'm in that cycle of 28 to 35. And this is like a major, major turn in the life cycle. So this is a cycle where um, you start to change. You start to become more creative. Um, you start to really figure out what your actual purpose is in life. And so you be, it be you become a little bit more enlightened, if that makes sense. So I just wanted to take this episode to talk about reinventing yourself or just changing in general. So with that being said, I had a mental breakdown Girl. and I really... And I like last week, like no bullshit. And I like I like to be real with people because people only see like people only like to give you highlight reels. Like everything is so good. Like people don't right. have bad days. Like I have bad days all the fucking time. Girl. Do I document them? Not always. But I'm going to keep it weird with you. And so last week was like the time where I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like you keep so much stuff in and like how you cope with things. If you don't take care of it. Your shit is going to come up. Mm-hmm. So last week, what happened? My shit came up. I had a full-blown panic attack at work, like anxiety attack. I was crying uncontrollably. I had to go to the bathroom a couple of times. I was like, I got to go. So I went to my therapist. And so we had this conversation about this, the the seven life cycles, and that's where I'm at. But I know you wanted to, um, not you wanted to talk. How are you feeling at this point in time in your life? Is it a change for you? Do you still feel the same? Or mm. like, are you feel like you kind of feel like you over all over the place, but you feel like there's something that's going to happen at the end? I, <clears throat> excuse me, going into this episode. And I think that's why I was hesitant about talking about this because I've, 
I've known about like the life cycles like that come in sevens. And I believe this one specifically is like it talks about the stage. It, I think they call it like maturing where mm-hmm. you mature. Mm-hmm. And I have said to a few people like I just felt like shit was coming at me from all sides. And, you know, I'm also I think I mentioned on an episode that I am also a very spiritual person. So I feel like when stuff like that happens, I feel like I'm being tested. But when it comes at me f- in the way that it has I felt very overwhelmed. So when you said that you had a mental break, I actually had one a couple days ago at work where I literally, I just felt myself about to cry. And I was like, okay, this isn't good. Um, So just as far as like this, I wouldn't even say just the cycle itself, because I know also that there are a lot of things personally that are Mm -hmm. also making it that much more intense for me. But just as far as like the change of feeling like, you know, there obviously I do feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think I mentioned that even when feeling like this, I've still been trying to work on other things for myself to try and get myself out of that space. Because I know for a while, you know, you and I even spoke about on a podcast, we wanted to change careers because we felt like we were getting to a place within ourselves where we felt that working for someone else didn't suit us anymore. Mm -hmm. So that was how my change started because I knew that, Okay, it's not just the job that I was in. It was the idea of working for someone else in general because I got a new job and I'm still unhappy with it. So I was like, okay, that's one change. But then, like I said, all the other personal things. And then when you because you you know something's wrong when you get to the point where you crying at work, like you know it. So, yeah. So that's my thing. Like when, when I had that and we had this conversation, she she brought to my attention. She was like, well, what's wrong? And so I knew when we had this conversation, she was like, well, how have you been coping? I'm not going to get into my therapy session because that's not it's not anybody's business. But what she did say to me that like like lit a trigger in me and was like she said, um, you can't continue to put your your um, I'm sorry, you can't continue to put your feeling. I mean, your joy on the back burner. So basically everything that I want to do, I can't keep putting it in a hole because I have other stuff to do. So at that point, I was like, well, what am I doing? That's like hindering me from actually being the like how I want to be like how happy I want to be mm-hmm. and so I had to go back and reflect I'm like well what's wrong with me you know what I'm saying so then I was like well in all of that nonetheless I had to think about how I talk to myself mm-hmm. so how do you like how do you speak to your inner self are you always gentle to yourself are you always positive and, and like motivating to yourself are you like I know for me, I speak very well, and I'm changing that now. Like I speak very negatively to myself, like, and not even out loud. It's just like some of the stuff I'll say, like, oh, you can't do that. Or you can't do that because you're not good enough. Or you don't look good in that. Or, you know, it's just little stuff daily that I'm like, I got to check myself. And I got to check how many times, how many times a day that I complain because you don't think about it. Yeah. I think in general, you know, people are their own worst critics. So that's I don't think that's any new because you know I'm guilty of that as well and even like when I say like the stuff that's been going on now like I've noticed I've had to catch myself in certain instances where I was beating myself up for not being able to handle it all and like you spoke about your counselor telling you don't put your joy in the back burner my counselor tells me like it's okay to not be able to handle it all because just from you know the things that I've been through in my life I've almost had to to where now I feel like I it's automatic like you know if something goes wrong I have to handle it but just understanding that I don't because there are situations where I won't be able to handle it all you know not any one person can handle so much without feeling like they are overwhelmed Overwhelmed, at some point so when I speak negatively to myself it's 
I have to catch myself because usually I find myself saying like, well, you should have did this, this, that, and the third. And it's just like, well, why, you know, why am I trying to beat myself up for not being able to handle it all when that's not the case? So I've had to kind of watch that. I'm still guilty of it, you know, and not even with just that, but you know, a lot of things, like you said, like, oh, you don't look good in this or, you know, it, it happens. So that's why I was like, it's time. Like, I feel like, your mind starts to go before your body does. So, like, right. my mind right now is telling me, like, it's time to make a fucking change. Like, I am very conscious about all the things that I'm saying and all the things that are going on with my with, with my body and my mind, and but my body is not moving fast enough. So, for me, my issue was, like, wait, I'm like, I got to lose this weight. And I keep talking about myself, like, negatively about this weight, but I feel my mind changing. So, now I'm a firm believer of, like, affirmations. So, like, I say affirmations every day and, and before I'm not, like, this super overly positive positive person I'm not even going to front like I am but it's important for you to speak that on yourself and I realize like the vibrancies that I'm like these the energy that I'm carrying I keep attracting that and that's what's keeping me down so I'm trying to focus on diverting that energy because it's like it's keeping me here Mm -hmm. and one thing that like because one of the things that I expressed to my counselor was the fact that you know a lot of I feel like a lot of people focus on self-care now and we're no different you know we speak about it on the podcast but you know you see it on like social media you know there are all these self-care gurus now where they speak you know about the positive affirmations but you rarely see what it's sometimes the work that it takes to get to that place exactly and that's kind of where you know and that's one of the things that I kind of beat myself about too because I'm like damn you know you know I should be positive I should be this but if I'm not dealing with what the root of the actual problem is I can't get to that place so that's where I am is just being okay with the fact that I can feel what I feel now it's okay knowing that I'm still putting in the work to get through it and to the people that you know because there are people like i'll see it like there are people on facebook or you know friends of mine that'll just mention like you know even in just how quickly some people even mention it like yeah i'm not doing so well but you know i'll get through it but like not really wanting to admit how low they may be feeling and that's okay like you know because you don't want to be perceived as negative you don't want to be perceived as this you know debbie downer but if you're going through something it's okay to feel it as long as you're doing the work to understand why you're there and then to get through it yeah but some people like to feel it and stay there well no that's what i mean like not staying there but if you're doing the work it's okay to feel what you feel as long as you're doing the work to get through it yeah because you like you said you'll see people on facebook always got a story paragraphs worth and you do like two years from now you still writing the same shit like that's that's how i that's what i don't (laughs) that's how i am about my weight i keep saying it's gotta go how many times we've been saying bobby Bobby pin like that's how i that's how i know like that my brain is changing and i'm i'm trying to get my body to catch up because if you pay attention to like the food you're eating and like now before i wouldn't eat it but like i've been so busy now I've been eating a bunch of shit. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I've been eating fast food. I eat chips. I don't fucking eat chips. I've been drinking soda. I don't drink soda. And you see how that not only does it change your body, but it changes your mood. And, Mm -hmm. like, it leaves me, like, slumped. It leaves me depressed instead of eating high high vibrational foods that, like, put you in a better mood. So I'm, like, noticing that. I'm, like, I can't can't keep doing this. Right. And it's just, like, it's so stressful because I've been, like, we just, I just told you I had a mental breakdown, but it's so stressful. One because of work, and one because of just daily stresses, or not telling mm-hmm. people, not let, not letting people know your boundaries too. So yeah. that's just like a whole nother, a whole nother, nother thing. In itself. <laughs> not letting people know your boundaries, but 
I'm just more aware of it. So I know that like it's time for a change. So right. between um, the way I talk to myself, my body, and especially like relationships. And I'm not saying like relationships. I don't have a man. Y'all know that. I'm always looking for the niggas every time I'm here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't niggas ha- at? but I do know like, like before when I was dating, like right now I'm not dating because I'm trying to get into a better space. I was attracting the, the guys where I was at. So like I was at such a low point. Those were the only people that I was getting because they were meeting me where I was at. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want that anymore. And I heard somebody say, like, the relationship that you're in now is a reflection of where you are right now. And I was like, I don't want anybody to come in right now. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. how I feel right now. I don't need anybody coming in right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like it's time for a change. And I just and I feel it. It's time to it's time to reinvent myself. um, And I feel like it'll happen sooner or later. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I think I had something else, too. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. Oh, when I say boundaries about um, people, I also was stressed because of work. Um, I work a shitload. If y'all don't know, like, I work a lot. I work my regular job. I work my regular job. I come off. I work the salons. I work day in, day out. And I noticed I was so stressed because I wasn't saying no. Mm -hmm. And so that was another thing I came to the conclusion with with my counselor. She's like, how many times do you say no? Like, I never say no, ever. No, you don't. (laughs) And so, like, running around, like, I think I heard something about money will make you lose your mind. Like, I'm like, I'm like chasing money and it's and it's like bringing me down because I'm like, I can't stop working because I need this money. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm not stop working. So you got to set about like, I am like now I am so serious about setting my boundaries. Like, it's. I have my time to myself. I have this a lot of time and this a lot of time and you cannot come in here. Like I'm so serious about setting boundaries and I've actually just sidebar. I've actually just scheduled online booking so that I am not overbooking myself, but you got to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. You have to. Yeah. It's so important. Not even just work, friendships, family, just, you just have to because yeah. people will run, people will run you down and they don't care because don't. you aren't saying anything. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you know, my situation is the exact opposite because I'm in a space where I feel, like, almost obligated to help people that are close to me. So if they come to me with an issue, I feel like I have to be there in some aspect, whether it's listening or their time. But I've also noticed when I'm going through my shit, I don't really get that back. So me setting the boundaries is also like, okay, I'm not going to constantly be your sounding board or your go-to and this and that, but I'm not dealing with myself either. So setting that boundary of, like you said, people will run you ragged if you, you let them. Get, people will, they don't care. They don't. And maybe and you sometimes to, you, they do, but they just don't realize it because you don't say no. You have to protect your time. First of all, time is money. One. <laughs> I say this all the time. Time is fucking money and I don't play. But you have to set that. You have got to because you will go crazy. Like Mm -hmm. I broke down in there and she was like, well, what's wrong? And the first thing I said was, I'm just really fucking tired. I am so tired. Mm -hmm. Like I am so tired. Like and you just keep going. You just keep going and you think it's going to be okay. But it's not because you're not taking the time to take care of yourself. Like I say I take personal care like you get a manicure, but you're not actually taking time for yourself. Not at all. You don't. And like you just run yourself down. So Mm -hmm. that's that's like a rant. But I just that was like the whole thing for me with reinventing myself. It's like setting boundaries, saying no, realizing the things that I'm saying to myself and other people. 
but you just gotta you just, i say this every week you gotta say no but like mm-hmm. after last week it's a hard no for me right it's a hard no yeah and I think that it's crazy because, you know, I spoke with my counselor yesterday and she was just reiterating the fact. She said, you know, when you're going through these changes where even if it's nothing, like you said, you have a lot of stuff going on. I have a lot of stuff. But even if it's just like one thing that's really wearing you down, you have to learn how to separate, even if it's just for a little bit to kind of debrief. I don't know how to de-stress. <laughs> and that's yeah, the problem. I'm, work, I'm working right. on that. But I, and that's no. the problem with me, too, because it's like I'll keep thinking about it or I'll keep putting energy into it and then when it's like okay well what are you doing for yourself like you can't do something for other people even if you have to if you have nothing left you can't pour out of the empty cup right so that's one thing that I've definitely been learning to do or at least trying to do I can't say shit like I said this conversation just happened yesterday so it's gonna take some work but just being in that whole seven series change I can definitely say that I feel that I'm really in the thick of that and you got to pay attention to you because you are your greatest asset at Mm -hmm. the end of the day you are and so if you aren't your best you can't give no you can't give anybody else your best right um as far as um I don't even want to go into career I I don't know if y'all heard this guy I've been listening to him a little bit more since the breakfast club this guy named Gary Vay he said he had like a two-minute podcast yesterday and it like it like hit me. He said, um, he said there should be no reason why we are looking to Friday to celebrate. Mm-hmm. There should be no reason why we're looking to Friday. Like if that is what you're looking for at the end of the week, something is wrong and you're doing it backwards. Right. And so now I think about it every day. He was like, when you dread Sunday night girl, be to crying. go to work on Monday, something is wrong. And I just thought about our conversation. We'd be like, girl literally be crying like Like, counting the hours it's like anxiety like i get anxiety saturday morning not even before sunday comes like i'm like fuck i gotta go to work on monday yeah i'm gonna do all this stuff today and then it's gonna be saturday night sunday morning yeah it's real so it's just i know it's time we've said it i mean i gotta it's time to change careers obviously we've talked about this multiple times but after hearing that i was like fuck this nope I'm I'm too young. Like and how he was saying it, I'm like, I'm only twenty twenty nine. I'm not seventy. Like right. if you fail, oh well, pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Try again. Yeah. So that's it. I just wanted to have a little reinvention um conversation because it's time for a change and I feel the change. Girl. Um, after the weeks we had in I my body it. i feel the change in my pants and in my shirts and my bras but i mean <laughs> hey it's a work in progress okay it is nothing I'm t- wrong with that i'm turning in the fries for a salad at one point but i'm gonna get a drink tonight i'll look back need <laughs> a couple of them shit It'd be zombied. zombie so that was this week's episode you um, got any wins yeah i do oh, i was just gonna say okay um my win i finally got my own space guys Yay. See what happens when you don't stop when you when you when you when what do I want to say when you actually get up and do shit instead of talk about it shit happens so I just got off my ass well I, I never really was on my ass no. but <laughs> um I got my space I got online booking and sometimes you can't it just can't be perfect because I'm a perfectionist so you just got to do shit just keep going if it don't work you figure it out and so I have I've got the website I got the booking and I got my space so that's my win for this week nigga we made it what you got um well shit during my week of mental wellness um 
just got some stuff from my shit. I got my business, I guess you could say business ID down, got the domains and stuff, trademarked everything. So yeah, I'm taking it slow because like I said, I'm still, I still got some stuff that I need to do for me first, you know, especially when it comes to the the reinvention that I want to take. But I was just proud of my little mini accomplishments. Even if it took a couple of minutes, I was like, yep, that's my win. I so. See, I did all of it at work. See, my job is good for something, though. <laughs> it's good for something. Getting your next step. <laughs> Girl, Shit. I'm stepping on. We moving on out. No, um, so this is for y'all going to be excited about this one. This Holy Grail. I just really want y'all. Last oh, time we talked in the episode, I was telling y'all I was a little hot. The deodorant wasn't really working. You know, it's a little... Little tart. It's it's a lot of. It's smells. just not quite it's right. Just, I don't know what's going on, and I think it's a lot of chemicals. And I'm not like, I'm not one of these. Um, what do you want to call them? Earthy green. I'm not. I mean, I like to be earthy and green. I get it, but I'm not like. Don't use animal products. Don't use parabens. Don't use this. But yeah. I will say a lot of shit is fucking up our body. I'm just be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that deodorant been fucking with my feng shui <laughs> and my pH. Okay, <laughs> so you know what. <laughs> It's been fun. And I'm a clean, I mean, I'm a clean girl. I like to be clean, I, you know, and sometimes you get a little funky, you be like, why? I just took a shower. Either way, okay? Oops, I found something, and it's called Primal Pit Paste, okay? Are you with me here? <laughs> I'm sorry, that name. <laughs> Primal Pit Paste. Now, this pit is, paste. now, if you're not ready for this, and I'm trying to be ready for it, okay? I can't say I'm completely ready. If you want to rid yourself of the toxins under your arm, <laughs> now is the time to do it because it's hot. And so you're going to sweat all, all you're going to sweat gonna all the stuff out. You might be a little funky. I'm going to be on. You're probably going to be funky and you're probably going to sweat a lot. But after this two weeks period, you might smell good. So I'm going to tell you, you about it. So it's you not will smell. No, no, oh, you okay. will smell good. <laughs> say you better. So I'm going to tell you, it's called primal pit paste. You ready? There's a detox. She's laughing. I'm really serious. I like know. I'm, I'm so serious. There's a detox charcoal paste. There's an unscented natural deodorant. Because when I be putting scents on, it be making me even funkier. You think you smell like flowers, but you really smell like ass. So I don't <laughs> use that, okay? I don't use that. So it's a non-scented deodorant that you got to put on. And then it's a, it's an oil, like a smoothing oil. So what you do is at night, you take the charcoal, you slather it under your arm, right? So it's supposed to pull the toxins out. But in the morning, you wash it off and you put the natural deodorant on. Now, you're probably going to sweat. Now, I'm telling you, like you in Egypt or the Sahara, you're going to sweat and it's going to be wet pits under your arm. And it might get a little irritated because of the toxins in your body. And that's what the smoothing oil is for, okay? <laughs> so once you do, once you put the deodorant on, it might get a little irritated. So you put the smoothing on. So they say do this for about two weeks. Now, I've been doing it for two days. I've been a little tart. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I have oh been a little God. tart. But I'm sharing my journey with you all because I'm letting you know I am actually using deodorant. I'm not just out here funky. So I've been a little tart these last two days, but it's for the greater good. And so when this two weeks is over, I will report back to you about the primal pit pace. But I am excited for this journey. I might even go back to a crystal. I'm thinking about doing a crystal. 
Girl, my friend told me that she did something similar. She was like, Sam, I was musty for like three months <laughs> after that. She was like, I just don't even know what to do. But now she says she's all good. But she said that detox process, I don't know if it was the same thing. But she said even after she finished the original detox, she was musty you, you like, for like, a couple of months. Like, like, real funky. For her body to get back into its normal I'm, I'm trying to, and you gotta keep. I'm be trying to keep my arms down. I'm going to be praying for you. <laughs> put my arms down, put the oil on but you know what let me tell you it's no harsh chemicals this is why i decided to do it and i found online there's no harsh chemicals it's aluminum free now you know that secret clinical strip got a lot of aluminum in it mm-hmm. that could be backing up the pores inside and make you smell like metal and flour um it's yep. aluminum free it's paraben free no synthetic fragrance and it's gluten free so i'm really excited to try this product okay well, so yeah know. i won't be musty i mean i'm not musty now. okay whatever yeah um mine was short and sweet because you said that you were on a kick i've been journaling a lot lately i've mentioned that in our previous episodes but that's really what's been saving my life so if you're going through some shit maybe you're not so much of a talker write the shit down just journal the fuck out of it even if it's a couple of words just get it out and oh. that's what's been kind of saving my life and speaking of how could i forget i guess because i was keeping this like to my inner self and i didn't want like people to know and stuff but since you said journaling i don't like writing but you know what i bought like this little mini microphone like that speaker <laughs> this is not funny it's not you laugh <laughs> i bought a mini microphone like that speakers use like that you put on your shirt and like at night like, I, I say my thoughts out loud to my computer and I record them. Oh, I mean, that's cool, too. So that I'm not, like, because I hate, like, I don't like writing. And so, like, I have, like, it's not, I've only done it for, like. Doing some whispers in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> whispers in the dark. I've been doing it for, like, the last, since my breakdown. And it's, like, really, I can't say therapeutic, but it feels weird to, like, get it out. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. So, yeah, that's what I got. A little mini microphone. I feel like I'm a. I'd be like this at night, and tonight I feel <laughs> real weird. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whispers in the dark. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Whatever yeah. works for y'all. <laughs> Microphone, old school, pen and paper, whatever. I'm Get that shit out. I'm around with a tape recorder. And at 2.47, girl, I should have had a microphone when I was in the car last week. I was you in the car at 12.47. I've been in the car since 12.47. Girl, I was pissed. This you probably would have got a whole bunch of things out if I had a microphone. This a oh, your pit pace is not working right <laughs> now. All right. A little, a little, <laughs> a little fresh. fresh. A little. <laughs> Just trying to keep my arms down. <laughs> If y'all, I'm not. I don't even like giving hugs, so don't even try to get close. But it's a little different for a two week period. Just stay back, stay clear. Okay, what else you got? (laughs) Got any group theories this week? I had to pull my kimono together because it was getting a little hot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any group theories. I'm gonna be honest. I have not. I've literally been in like information overload so like i'm like in this phase of like i need all this information i need to get all of this webinars podcasts books like it's it's crazy so i haven't even really been listening to music but i have had her on repeat yeah that's a good one i actually well obviously i had jay-z's now since it came out today um i was actually listening to a lot of keisha cole like her first album the you way changed it her is. mind yeah. Okay. She changed her mind and I Look, was just come on now, you changed your mind for the reinvention. Yeah. Um <laughs> but then also I've been listening to our very own uh producer Dooch. He has a new project that will come out the day of 
this podcast. So go ahead and check that out. Fresh Alamote. Got a couple songs in there that I really, really love. Do that come on like a salad or like French toast or something? Like, do they call it like an Alamote? Okay. They do? It's like a like it's like a dessert or like a yeah. alamo. Yeah. Like you know, like laissez compéton. About the jour des gens there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well yeah. So that was it. Um don't forget to check us out on social media, guys. Random Tandem Podcast on Facebook, the Facebook group, um, Instagram, Random Tandem Pod on Twitter. We have not been keeping up with that as we should. Sorry guys, but this is why. We've been going through some things. Shit. Nigga been busy. Nigga's been busy. I need an assistant. As crazy as that sounds, like, I'm not, like, I don't have a lot of money, but I have a lot of stuff going on. I really <laughs> feel like I need an assistant. Like, I just want to take somebody, not under my wing right now, it's a little hot. But I want to <laughs> take some, I want to take some, like, I need help. Help me. Help me, please. Help. Girl. Yeah, so if anybody wants to be, you know, Jacora's assistant, you know, hit us up. Send us an email, random tenor podcast. You might get a free sewing. I mean, shit. Some of these bitches need it. So there you go. You get a free sewing. There you go. I need help. So if you can help me, help me help myself. Okay. There you go. You got anything else? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just said it. Well, yeah, this will come out on the fourth. So enjoy the barbecue. I probably won't be indulging, you know, trying to get this shit together, but holla back. I gotta stop moving my arms, y'all. But y'all ha- y'all be safe out here tonight, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
All of this Benji chasing, all of my niggas wavy. All of this bottle popping, and all of these foreign skating, and all of these women around me like I be eliminating. Said I give it up for you. I'm lying, but you still the truth. That body in the things you do. Yeah, it's so amazing. I know you got niggas chasing, but I ain't them niggas, baby. And you know, you know, that you the baddest. I can never say no. The way you move and you done did this before. So if you choose, and I suggest that we go, we go, hey. We do it with no sweat, make it last forever. Wherever you wanna go, we can change the weather. Yeah, birds of a feather, they flock together. Ain't no right and wrong way when it come to cheddar, for real.